happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hebrews 11.6 Simply put, you got to believe. Faith is the foundation of our Christianity. We have been given a shield of faith as our defense against the fiery darts of the devil. Having a shield to maneuver during battle isn't a new thought. Paul talks about our shield of faith in Ephesians 6. And he was no doubt thinking of the shield the Roman soldiers used in battle when he was describing the shield of faith we have as part of our armor of God. We know that the soldiers' shields were strong, and though they were made of wood, they were often molded with iron around the edges to strengthen them. They had a leather strap around the back so that the soldiers could move them from side to side and up and down to use them as a barrier for the oncoming weapons being used against them. The shield was intended to protect the soldier's vulnerable areas that the armor didn't protect. Our shield is not made of wood or metal, but instead is made of faith, and it is stronger than any weapon the devil can use against us. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim takes us on a journey through the scriptures, revealing the importance of our faith. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, and What an absolute pleasure it is to know that no matter what happens to you today, no matter what obstacle the devil throws in your path, if you are a child of God and you are trusting in him and fully relying upon him, walking by faith in his will, you have all you need to defeat the devil and whatever he throws against you. Let's pray. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you that when you were on the cross, we were on your mind. Lord, I thank you that you thought of us and that in your heart you love us so deeply that it's incomprehensible to the human mind that it's unconditional and that nothing can separate us from your love. Lord, and nothing can pluck us from your hand. I want to thank you that you have a plan for me, and it's a good one. And I want to thank you that you provide for me, that you protect me. And Lord, I want to thank you that it's nothing about me, but it's all about you. And Lord, I am beyond thrilled that you allow me to tell all those that listen that what you'll do for me 
you'll do for them. Lord, be in this message. Remove me from it, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible's clear that a man born of a woman in a few days full of trouble. Jesus himself tells us that the world hated him, so the world will hate us also. The scripture is clear that we are in a battle, and we don't wrestle against people, but we wrestle against wickedness in spiritual places. But the Bible's equally as clear that the battle isn't ours. It belongs to the Lord in 1 Samuel 17, 47. In Ephesians 6, he gives us a beautiful picture how we're to put on the whole armor of God that we might be able to withstand the fiery darts of the devil. In 1 John 4, 4, he explains to us that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And all throughout Scripture, we see that all of it is predicated that we have a faith in Jesus Christ. We must believe in who he is. As Erica opened up our podcast reading Hebrews eleven six, I want to read it again because it's incredibly important that you understand what this verse says. It says, but without faith, It is impossible to please him. We learn in Romans that anything done without faith is sin. We know that God cannot look upon sin. So we must understand that sin in our life is something that grieves the heart of God. The psalmist David says that when we harbor sin in our lives, that God will not hear our prayers. 1 John 1 9 says, though, if we confess our sin, that he's faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The prayer of repentance, the Lord hears as it gives the sin to Jesus to wash away. And though our sins were as scarlet, they'll be white as snow. The prophet Isaiah explains to us that all of our works are as filthy rags. And Romans 3.23 says that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. We are certainly born into this world with a fleshly nature and a fleshly mind. And by that, I mean we are wanting things of the world. We are predispositioned to serve the devil and not Jesus. But thanks be to God. In Romans 5, 8, he says, But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ demonstrated the greatest love story ever known to man when he died on the cross of Calvary, shedding his sinless, perfect blood in such a way so that you and I could be saved because without his sinless, perfect blood, washing away our sins, we would not be made fit for the kingdom of God because none of us on our own are fit for the kingdom of God. We cannot work our way into heaven. It is a free gift, not of works, lest any man should boast. It's through faith in Jesus Christ, we're told in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. The Bible says in John chapter 3 and verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, 
that whosoever believeth in him, that's placing their faith in him, should not perish, but have everlasting life. In just those few verses, I have completely explained the premise of God's word that says, without faith, it's impossible to please him, because faith is the very foundation of Christianity, believing in Jesus for who he is and what he did and what he will do when you believe in him. That is what salvation is all about. That is why Jesus Christ came to the earth was to save you and me. He tells us in John 10, 10, that he came, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. But he tells us that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy every single day. The devil wants you. We're told in 1 Peter 5 that he walketh about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And those who do not put on the shield of faith are easy prey for him. They're like a wounded animal in front of a fierce lion. See, we are told of this in Hebrews eleven six. He says that you have to come to God and you must believe that he is. What does he mean? you got to know who God is. He is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, God's only son, was sent to be the Lamb of God, the sacrifice for our sins. And what made him different on the cross than the other two that were with him was that Jesus Christ was the Son of God, fully man and fully God, sinless and perfect. And the only way to God was through Jesus, the Son. We're told in John 14, 6. So you got to know who he is. And then you got to believe that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When you come to Jesus knowing you are a sinner in need of a Savior, and you believe in who Jesus is, he will reward you with a home not made by hands, eternal into the heavens. See, he says, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, ye may be also. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will surely come again and receive you unto myself. Jesus is coming back. Whether or not you receive him is your choice. Jesus is surely coming again. And this time, he's not coming as a babe, but he is coming as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And you, if you are listening to this message, have the opportunity right now to confess Jesus as Savior, to acknowledge that you are a sinner, to believe in who Jesus Christ is, and put on the shield of faith, which will not only protect you from the fires of hell, but will also protect you from the fiery darts that the devil will put in your place and shoot at you while you are still here on earth.
You see, faith is the foundation of our Christianity. And we've been given a shield of faith for a defense against the fiery darts of the devil. Now we understand what a shield is. And no doubt when Paul is writing about this in Ephesians, he's writing thinking about how a shield works in battle because we're in battle every day with the devil. And a shield is something that is strong. It, it makes a barrier between you and whatever you're fighting. And it's easily maneuvered so that you can put it in every situation. And in every situation, it is tried and it is true and it is successful. This, my dear friend, is what the shield of faith is for every believer who puts it on. We are able to maneuver it in every situation so that it's between us and the devil. When you are walking in the will of God, you are protected by God. When you are following Jesus, you are close to him. And as you draw nigh unto him, he draws nigh unto you. And you are underneath the protection of the feather of his wings. He fights your battles while you are comfortable and resting. Friend, he said, be still and know. Be still is a resting position, but it's an active choice. You must choose to allow God to fight your battle. You must rely on him. You must trust him completely. And you must be still. A familiar passage for many of us is Psalms 23. And in Psalms 23, as you begin to read this verse, you see that your comfort is found in Jesus Christ. As you begin to read this passage, you see that in verse 5, he says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Let me tell you what, when you're in the center of God's will, when you put on the shield of faith, when you trust completely in him, when you are relying solely upon him, he will make a table for you. You will feast in the presence of your enemies. They'll want what you have. They'll want the peace that you have. They'll want the joy that you have. They're going to want the blessings that you have. But they're on the other side of the table because they are not on alignment with what God is asking them to do. They are not filled with faith in Jesus Christ. They will want what you have. And you will rest and eat and party while they are looking in. It may not feel that way to you, my friend, but that's what the scripture says. The scripture says he'll prepare a table in the presence of your enemies. That table is Jesus Christ and his blessings. It represents joy. It represents peace. It represents protection. It represents all good things because Jesus is good. Just as an added bonus, if you let your eyes drop down to this verse in 6, it says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The victory is yours. You are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ, which strengthens you, which provides for you, which helps you. 
But it all begins with that foundation of faith. You see, our shield is not made of wood or metal like those soldiers were, but instead it's made of faith, and it's stronger than any weapon that the devil can use against you. What is faith? Hebrews 11.1 1 says it is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Our English language tells us that it's complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Faith to the believer is a complete faith in God that is not physically seen, but is spiritually seen, heard, and felt. You believe in God. You know who he is. You know what he'll do. You know that he loves you. You understand that you can't stand in his presence unless the holy blood of Jesus Christ has washed you white as snow. But you know that he said to come boldly to the throne of grace that you may find help in time of need. You understand that he said, come unto me, all you that labor and a heavy burden, and I will give you rest. You understand that he said, call unto me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. You know that he told you, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. These are all results of an activated faith. These are all results of a shield of faith that you are maneuvering and you are using in every situation. My friends, I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what obstacle is in your path, but I do know that Jesus Christ has given you all that you need to be victorious over the hell, death, and the grave, to be victorious over the enemy. I know that he has given you the shield of faith to be able to protect you from anything that the devil would give Because with the shield of faith, you will call upon the Lord, and he's never lost a battle, and he's not going to lose this one. Jesus loves you, this I know. You see, when you place your faith in Jesus Christ, you are confidently trusting in God. And the Bible says in John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You are making your calling and election sure. You are making your reservation in a home not made with hands, eternal into the heavens where there is no night. And Jesus is the light. There's no sorrow, no sickness, no pain. You're trusting in the Lord with your whole heart and not leaning into your own understanding. In all your ways, you're acknowledging him and you're allowing him to direct your path. That's what it means to put on the shield of faith. It's to have salvation as your anchor and the shield as your defense because you are activating Jesus Christ and giving him the opportunity to be in your presence and to fight your battles because you are saying, Lord, help me and you're not getting in the way you're simply following you're not taking the reins and trying to lead God has authority to do whatever he wants he has all authority in heaven and he has all authority here but Jesus is a gentleman and he lets you choose who you will serve just like he said to Joshua choose you this day whom you will serve and Joshua said as for me and my house 
We will serve the Lord. Maybe it's time today you choose who you're going to serve. Some of you have been playing Christian for a long time. Some of you know the speak but have never activated the faith. Some of you know all the accounts that are in the Bible, but you've never put on the shield of faith. Some of you are so stinking proud, you just won't humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. But one day, one day, you will. See, today, he is here extending his mercy and his grace and his love. And he is knocking on your heart's door to either receive him as Savior or to shore up your life and walk step by step, hand in hand, in sync with Jesus. But one day he will be your judge. And those of you who have not made your calling and election sure, those of you who have not put on the shield of faith, those of you who have not placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ will be told, depart from me, I never knew you. But the scripture says these things I have written that you may know and believe. You don't have to wonder. Faith isn't a mystical or magical thing. It's substance and it's evidence. Faith is the very foundation of our Christianity. We talked about that when I talked about Ephesians 2, 8, 9. For by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. It is the evidence of your Christianity. We spoke about it earlier. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Simply put, you got to believe. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. In Mark 9, 23. The shield of faith is the substance of our life in Christ. Galatians 2.20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. As a believer in Christ, you share in his crucifixion because by his stripes, you are healed. In Isaiah 53.5. As a believer in Christ, you must crucify the flesh and no longer live for yourself, but instead live for Jesus who lives in you. You have a new life, we're told in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We must be living by faith and completely relying on Jesus, trusting in Jesus and following him. That's the foundation of faith. That's the shield of faith we put on. You have to put on the shield of faith to successfully defend against any weapon that the devil possesses to use against you. The Lord said this in Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. The Lord is a fierce protector, a triumphant defender. And you are more than a conqueror, we are told. 
We need to put on the shield of faith. We need to place our trust in him. And my friend, our lives need to reflect that we are new creatures in Christ because we've put on the shield of faith. We've dropped this earthly, fleshly body of dependence. Or better said, our dependence on this fleshly, earthly body. And we've put it all, hook, line, and sinker, everything we have, and all that we are. We love him with our heart and our mind and our soul. And we allow him to be Lord of our lives and king of our hearts. Friends, don't live below your privileges in Jesus. Don't lose battles by throwing up the white flag. When greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Put on the whole armor of God that you may withstand the wiles of the devil. But cling to your shield of faith to successfully defend yourself in all situations. Because truly the only thing you have to do is put the shield of faith on. And he will do the rest. Remember you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the Gospel Group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.